everybody. Welcome to the Bets Bet Podcast. I'm Jake Landry, here to give you some of the best bets out there today in sports. Quick note, there has never been more sports that we can view and bet on, and gambling is a risky business that requires discipline and responsibility and guarantees a degree of failure. So please make sure to bet responsibly. With that, here are the best bets of the day in 10 minutes or less. Welcome to the first Premier League special, the Premier League edition of Best Bets. I'm so excited. I love betting on the Premier League. Every weekend there are twists and turns. And if you're able to watch a lot of the games, you can find some good spots that the books haven't caught up to. So looking back at the last four years of opening matches, we have two opening weekends where there were no draws at all and two opening weekends where we had two to three draws. So I'm interested. I I was interested in sort of looking at that and seeing what we might expect. And Again, with the Premier League, you never know. So I'm going to go through the games and try to give you the best bets. Here we go. The league kicks off today with Burnley and Manchester City. Obviously, the money line here is ridiculous. And one of the questions becomes, can Burnley even get a goal? Both teams to score is plus 108, which for me is not enough value on a bet that I think is unlikely, as in I do not think Burnley's going to score. Now, I do like Manchester City to win the first half, which is at minus 120. I think we could see a goal in the first 10 minutes of this game. City is coming off a historic season where they maximize their potential, and I believe believe they will come out like the titans of soccer that they currently are and just blow doors. The over-under is two and a half goals. Honestly, I like three goals by City alone, which is at plus 305. I think that is a very sound bet because again, this is going to be a statement opener and I don't expect any drama from Burnley. Next, we have Arsenal and Nottingham Forest. In the early game on Saturday, you may remember Forest grabbing a 1-0 victory off of Arsenal at the end of last year when Arsenal dipped for a bit. You could even say that 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 game was a significant contributing factor to Arsenal missing out on the top spot. When they faced off in October though, Arsenal won 5-0 at home. The odds reflect that for this game. This is a tough one to bet because the prices aren't really good for any result that's close. So the question is, do you think that Arsenal is going to come out and win 5-0 like they did last year? You know, if you bet going for that, there's obviously plus odds, but I'm not going to. I'm going to wait to see this Arsenal team. For me, this is a fade. You know, with City, I have that confidence. I don't quite have that with a new Arsenal squad. I want to see them in action this season. So it's a fade. I'll check in live. If they go down by a goal, I'll definitely bet them to win. You know, I could see that happening, but them like winning 4-0, you know, that something crazy. I I just don't see that yet. Next, we have West Ham visiting Burnamouth. Now, this is a tough one because last season, Burnamouth didn't even score a goal on West Ham in their two matches, and West Ham had two and four goals, so six in their matches. West Ham, to win feels likely. Uh, I actually kind of like the double chance though of West Ham to draw or West Ham to win at minus 200. It's not great, but it feels like a lock in case something unexpected happens. I also like the live aspect of this game. If I see West Ham is down a goal early, I may put some on them to win or to draw when the you know odds spike. They feel like a team that is going to cough up early goals like they did last year. The question is, has Burnamouth improved to be able to score the goals against West Ham this year that they West Ham did give up to other teams this year and to some of their friendlies this summer because this game feels like a 2-2 for me so that's where I'm at unfortunately the books are on this next game which is Brighton taking on Luton Town um you can't really find any any good 
uh, you know, bets on just Brighton to win or anything close unless you think they're going to blow them out. Again, like Arsenal, I'm I'm not so sure was the big pieces that they lost this summer. But this is a good chance for my first anytime goal scorer bet of the season. And that's Kuru Matoma. This guy is awesome. When I think about the Spurs losing Kane, I wish they had brought this guy in. I, I'm sure the price was crazy, but Matoma was just so much fun to watch last year. He scored goals, it, great goals, difficult goals often for Brighton last year. And with McAllister and Caicedo and players leaving, I just think Matoma's role is going to be enhanced even more. Now it's plus 165 for him to score an anytime goal. I love that. I don't even hate plus 550. So times 5.5 times whatever you bet to score the first goal. Um, You know, those, those can be tough and you know, when they don't pan out, they don't pan out, but when they do, and this feels like one of those that could. So Everton and Fulham is the type of game that makes you rub your hands together. We're at Goodison Park, which is just a brutal place to play, honestly, for both sides, depending on how it's going. If you go to either team's ESPN page, we have the signing of Raul Jimenez from the Wolves for Fulham as their sort of summer news. And for for Everton, the only news was Deli Alley coming out and sharing some of the tragic things about his childhood. But my point is, what has Everton really done? And not to say that bringing in Raul Jimenez is some, you know, unbelievable signing for Fulham. But Fulham had a great start last year with Alexander Mitrovic. He kind of lost steam by the end, but they start really well. And the question is, is will Jimenez help them be deeper throughout the season? But again, they do start very well. I think Everton might actually score first and have their sort of beginning of the season big moment. But when I think about over 90 minutes, who will be more consistent through the game and have more opportunities and chances? I like Fulham. They're actually at plus 220. Um, They're not favored in this game, you know, because they're traveling. But I like them. And if they go down in the first 20 minutes, like I just said, I really like, you know, the idea of putting a couple dollars on them and getting, getting them at spiked live odds. It's a shame that Sheffield United and Crystal Palace are on at the same time as Everton and Fulham because both games are going to be interesting battles that will tell us a lot about the teams. I actually like Sheffield and Crystal Palace to draw. Like if they're, you know, it's hard to call out a draw. It's hard to spot one and to, you know, pick it beforehand, at least for me. You know, for me, I always want a result. But I think Crystal Palace will outperform all of our justified low expectations for them after so many seasons of underperformance. But Sheffield, there's a scrappy team that doesn't stop until the final whistle so I could see it coming late where Crystal Palace has you know played a good game gone up by one or even two but Sheffield fights back and at the end of 90 we have a draw so that's my draw for for the week for the slate the last game of the Saturday slate will be Newcastle and Aston Villa which is pretty close to must watch soccer Aston Villa is the middle brother that just can't quite hang with the older kids throughout the whole season but they have their moments and Newcastle is now a Champions League team so their expectations for the season are massive it's minus 135 for Newcastle on the money line and plus 340 for Aston Villa I don't know about all that to be honest like it's just this is a tight one for me over two and a half goals is the safest bet here as I think both teams will have their moment and I also think there will be a winner so that's three goals right there and if you wanted to bet over three and a half goals like I could see this being a 2-2 or a 3-2 match which you're going to hear with my next one as well So I'm a Tottenham fan. So let's just get that out there. Harry Kane is 
pretty much officially gone and we have Brentford who is legit and also they have Tony who might be our future striker so it this is a, a tough 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 game to call um, especially it being the first game of the season the odds for both teams to win is right around plus 150 so it's pretty much a toss-up for me this has the overwritten all over it though and here's why Tottenham cannot defend to save their lives okay so Brentford will have no less than two goals so if you find a nice bet on that bet that too but Tottenham is scrappy and once they go down they will have their moments where they fight back now without Kane can they capitalize at this moment of the season where everyone's healthy my answer is yes to that so I think there are three goals right there where Tottenham will have their moment Brentford will have two I think Tottenham might even have two or three moments so just like the last game I see this being 2-2, 3-2. But again, I cannot see this being a low-scoring affair because Tottenham's G defense will just not allow for that. Chelsea and Liverpool are sort of the two disappointing teams from last year of the top six. One more than the other, of course. There are a lot of people putting Chelsea in their top four right now, which for me is like that doesn't make any sense to me. But I'm not a futures guy. So for this game, I like Liverpool of course, and at plus 135. If you want to go for over two and a half goals, I can probably go there with you. For me, it's probably a fade ultimately the whole game, um, depending on how the rest of the weekend goes. But again, I'll, I'll be checking out the two and a half over two and a half and Liverpool to win on Sunday. The last game is on Monday at 3 p.m. And that's Manchester United and the Wolves. The Wolves manager resigned four days before the start of the season, which is just wild because the owners don't invest enough money, he says. It's amazing that every club top to bottom has the same problem. Players are more expensive. Groceries are more expensive. Everything's expensive these days. But anyways, the odds for United to win aren't very good, right? Because and in terms of their prices, because they're so highly favored. Historically, the Wolves do keep the score pretty low. They're a physical team. You know, they, they play that physical defensive game. But my wonder is if they're going to be our Southampton of the season where we basically have a championship team masquerading around in the Premier League. I think so. But I don't love the over here. I just, I, I again, I could see this being just very physical and the the opportunities are far and few between. I'll tell you this. Last year, there was a lot of money to be made on Rashford to score. But again, it feels like the books kind of know about it. He's at minus 120, which isn't a great price for me on a, on a goal. So I don't hate Manchester United to win by one and a half goals at plus 105. But this may be one to watch live and see if any opportunities pop up because the prices for beforehand are tough. Good luck with your Premier League viewing and betting. We'll see you next time.